Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Spark Moment. Today, we are here with Shraddha, and we're going to be talking about anxious versus avoidant tendencies and how we can find balance within them and also the roles that these tendencies play in our lives. So we'll be talking about this for our episode today, and you can learn more about all of our different episodes that we've been recording on our podcast page, Spark Moment on Spotify, which you'll be listening to right now if you're tuning into this episode. So before we start diving into this topic, let's outline the difference between the two. What exactly is the difference between anxious and avoidant tendencies? When I think of anxious and avoidant tendencies, I think these tend to be our innate responses to various stressors that we face in our lives. Um, And I think there's other combinations as well, but anxious and avoidant tendencies are kind of polar opposites when you think about it. And I think it's important to kind of uh, explore the differences between the two. Um, They may seem pretty self-explanatory, but I think each one of us can experience being anxious or avoidant in various situations in our lives. Um, So Sarah, when you're thinking about how you kind of respond to stressors in your life, when you're thinking about university or relationships with your family or friends, um, would you kind of shelf yourself as an anxious person or an avoidant person? So when any sort of stressors are going on in my life, honestly, a lot of the times I feel like I respond pretty anxiously. I have a lot of um, struggle with concentrating if there's a lot going on. And uh, I my mind is just kind of all over the place and I can't really focus. But I think something that I did really lean into in the past, which I've been trying my best to avoid now, is adapting those um, avoidant tendencies in my life where, where whenever a problem pops up, I just kind of push it away and go do something else or focus on something else. And I know that engaging in that kind of act isn't exactly healthy because, you know, In the case when you ignore a problem, that doesn't mean the problem is going to go away. It's still there. You're just not paying attention to it. So I'm trying my best nowadays to kind of avoid, um, kind of trying to avoid engaging in those avoided tendencies. Um, But at times it can be hard because I think that's something people really rely on um, when they don't really have any other options or when they feel they can't lean on anything else or anybody else. Um, So yeah, that's kind of my experience with those tendencies. And how about you? I would say I've definitely been more the type to lean into avoidant tendencies. Like as far as I can remember, honestly, I just, it's not very, it's not healthy, but I am the type of person I try to push off any problem that I have until the very last possible second to deal with it. Because it's, if it just becomes too overwhelming for me, I just, I don't have the energy to just tackle it full on. And, you know, it's not like being anxious in these sorts of situations isn't good either. I I have some friends that they really just, they spread themselves too thin and they try to tackle all their problems at once. Mm -hmm. And then there's me, I just, I push it off until I have no choice and I have to be anxious to get it done in the end. And I think that has shown in my, uh, like, school work in the past like I would say in high school that has happened a lot and I guess in general just confrontation with uh like (laughs) friends if there was ever a conflict and that's definitely something that I've tried to work on 
um, in the past couple of years and it's gotten better for sure. Um, but yeah, I think it's just all about finding the balance between the two because in the end, it just, it, it really leads to, I think, burnout and more stress and it just has a compound compounding effect from yeah. there. Yeah, I completely agree. I think the main thing that stuck with me with what you said was um, your personal relationships in your life and how you tend to um, adopt kind of an avoidant style uh, when dealing with those whenever problems arise. Because I, as much as I've tried, as much as I've said that I've tried to push back on doing that, a lot of the times it ends up just kind of slipping out. I would say that in my family and in my friend life, I am more of the, um, even if it's at a, at a very low level, I'm definitely a little bit more confrontational than most people. So I've been a little bit better in terms of if there's a problem, I'm there to address it, especially if it's something that's outside of me um, and outside of personal issues that I have. And if it's more of something that I'm involved in or if I'm witnessing. But I think when I start adopting avoidant tendencies is when the problem is surrounding me and another person. Um, a lot of the times I am much more, I, a lot of the times I choose to be a people pleaser and try to avoid hurting people's feelings. So I just go the, I go the ignorance route, pretend that nothing's going on and then just kind of deal with it later, which is not at all uh, a great thing to do because again, tackling your problems head first is a really smart thing so that you're not, um, you're not completely pushing your issues underground. But yeah, that's kind of in my life, personal relationships are very big in terms of uh, my avoidance style there, I guess. Um, so in terms of personal situations that have caused me to engage in avoidant tendencies, I would say with confrontation, that's definitely been a big part of that. Um, I really try to be an amicable person when it comes to my friendships, especially. And even if there's a small, uh, like, even if there's something that I have to confront someone about, I'll put it off until the last possible minute. And then that that just has a snowball effect and it usually doesn't go the way it's supposed to and turns into a bigger thing. But that's definitely something I've been working on. And then I would say with anxious tendencies, that's definitely more prevalent in my schoolwork. What about you? Yeah. So like I mentioned, avoidant tendencies are definitely something that I ex experience in my personal relationships, kind of everyone in my life, whether it's with friends or family. Um, and those anxious tendencies definitely pop up with schoolwork and any work-related items. I think a lot of the times I feel really nervous about things that are coming up, like if I have a, an upcoming exam or if I have like a big project to do. I remember um, literally just last week, I had a final presentation in the class that I had to complete. And it was a really big deal. And it's a very stressful situation because um, this is where avoidant tendencies also pops up because I was in a group project uh, and my group was not really communicating and we weren't doing any work together. And it was mainly kind of me putting my foot forward to making sure everything was getting done. But again, like I mentioned, as the people pleaser I am and not wanting to cause unnecessary problems, I definitely didn't try my best to let them know that, oh, what they were doing was not being helpful to our progress and everything. So that's kind of where the avoidant tendency stepped in in that situation. But leading up to the actual presentation, I definitely felt myself getting very anxious and um, being very overall super nervous about how this was going to impact like my final grade. And I just, I do a lot of pacing when I get anxious. So 
I was literally just pacing my room before I had to go. Into oh no. I know. It's just like pacing is the thing I do when I just get really anxious <laughs> about anything, but it was a lot of that. I had like one of my friends who's calming me down because it was just like, it was a, it was a big deal because this was our kind of final grade before um, everything would be solidified for the quarter. So mm-hmm. yeah, that, that's kind of, I guess I was trying to lean into more of my anxious tendencies there, but you can see how the two of them overlap a lot of the times yeah. where I had anxious tendencies for that project. But when it came to the people I was working with, that's kind of when those uh, avoidant tendencies came in. I didn't really want to deal with the situation, even though it definitely should have been dealt with. Mm-hmm. That overlap that you talk about, I think is really important to focus on because while it can be easy to just lean into either or, um, it's definitely hard to find that sweet spot, that right balance between the two. So you're not stressing about every small thing and being anxious about the things in your life. And also um, not taking a backseat and just avoiding everything (laughs) until it becomes too hard to manage. So what would you say is kind of a way that people can find a balance between the two? Do you think it's possible to cope with stressors without even engaging in anxious and avoidant tendencies altogether? Or do you think that it's important at times to have both in measured amounts? I think it's definitely possible to... um counter stressors without avoiding anxious tendencies. But a lot of the times I do think it's helpful. I think there are situations where being avoidant is a good idea. For example, if you have a trip coming up with a friend and you've planned it for a really, really long time um, and you got into like a small fight that they don't really, that they're not really aware of over like who is supposed to, um, like who is supposed to organize the birthday gift for a mutual friend, for example, getting avoiding that kind of small problem for the greater scheme of enjoying a big trip i think for example is a smart way to um not is a smart way of engaging in avoidant tendencies because again that's just a small issue with a bigger picture ahead and something that you can definitely deal with Mm -hmm. later but that's kind of the emphasis that i want to put there where dealing with it later is what you actually have to do when you're avoiding situations, there are times that I understand you have to do that, but um, you definitely can't keep pushing it off because again, that's going to blow up to unnecessary proportions and that's never, ever healthy bottling everything up. But yeah. What else do you think? Yeah. Um, I think it's definitely natural for people to experience one or the other. It's kind of unrealistic to expect people to approach their problems in a really balanced way. Um, But it's definitely something that I think is possible to work towards. Um, For example, if you find yourself leaning into avoidant tendencies, I think really just making a list of, in the work sense, let's talk about in the work sense or with school, if you're avoiding certain assignments that um, out of fear, like if they're a big chunk of your grade, Um, making a list and trying to break things down into actionable steps will help you so that it doesn't just pile up and then you're forced to go into anxious mode and just tackle everything all at once. Um, And I would say like, if you're, if you're more of an anxious person, when you try to tackle things all at once, I would say, try to just be mindful and take a step back and um, think about, do I really need to do all these things at once right this instant? Or 
can I pick and choose what's most important right now and approach it in a kind of level-headed way? Yeah, I think those are great ways to counter both of those types of tendencies. Um, I'm not very great with the anxious one, but for avoidant tendencies, I definitely think it's a smart idea to first kind of acknowledge that it's okay. I mean, I guess for both of them, actually, um, you do really need to realize that it's definitely okay to have those tendencies. As you had mentioned, Shreda, it is something completely natural and um, something that everybody experiences with all sorts of situations, whether it's schoolwork or personal relationships or anything in between and among those. Um, those tendencies to, and those reactions to stressors are definitely supernatural. But I think it is a good thing to practice countering them when you think that they're really affecting you in a way that's not healthy. So mm -hmm. for those avoidant tendencies, like I mentioned, that's something that I feel like I know a little bit more about. Um, something that I would definitely recommend everyone to do is if you feel like avoiding a problem, number one step is just, and it sounds so plain and so simple, but just kind of don't do it. And yeah. it sounds like, <laughs> yeah, it's like the, the plainest advice I can give, but um, the more you practice not, uh, or the more you practice taking a problem head on and not pushing it for later or letting it escalate beyond what it, what the actual scale of the problem is, the more that you're gonna step away from avoiding those problems and the more that you're gonna become more confrontational. Because a lot of the times being a confrontational person is the best idea. I know, again, like we have talked about throughout this episode, there are moments that you can't really avoid it, but confrontation for the most part is really great because you're able to get your thoughts out to other people and other people are able to understand you immediately instead of letting that all of your feelings and your emotions and the entire situation kind of bubble out of control. Yeah. So that's like the biggest piece of advice. And again, plain and simple, but just don't go for it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think just the first step, like we kind of talked about, is being aware of what you personally tend to lean towards. Because that way, I think you can really just take a step back and see what you can do to counter the situation. Um, if you're not kind of actively paying attention to how you respond to your stressors, I think it's hard to even improve upon that. And we always want to make sure we have a growth mindset and try to better ourselves in any way we can. And honestly, like dealing with problems, stressors, and confrontation, those are huge parts of our lives. And um, it would definitely be helpful for us to do this. I completely agree with that. And if you all want to learn more about anxious and avoidant tendencies, Maybe you'll see a blog on it eventually in the future on our page, thevencity.com, and you can check out our blogs there. But for now, that's all we have for you. Thank you so much for listening into this episode about anxious versus avoidant tendencies and how you can kind of find the balance and lean into one or the other. Today, we talked a lot about what these tendencies look like in our lives and what you can do to either avoid them or deal with them in a healthy manner. So I hope you all enjoyed this episode and we hope to see you on the next one. If you guys want to see more from us, please check out our Instagram at VivensityINC or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn at Vivensity. You can learn more about us on our website, www.vivensity.com. And we hope to see you guys here again soon. Thank you so much and have a great day.